Welcome to episode 26, Happy Pride Month. Joining you is me, Jai, and Janelle. Me, Jai, and Janelle. <laughs> Jai and Janelle. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yeah, so we are in June, you guys. This is so crazy. And June has always been my favorite month. And for a few reasons. My birthday, it's Gemini season, it's the start of summer, and it's also Pride Month. So much things going on. So in honor of that, we did want to make a Pride episode. But before we do go into that, we do have our two-week checkup where you guys get to know me and Jai and tap into our lives a little bit. So we'll go ahead and get started with that first. So Jai, how you been the past two weeks? Pretty good. Uh, honestly, the past two weeks has felt really long. We were talking it, about yeah. it before we recorded and it, it feels long. Honestly, I have to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, some checkups on me. A lot of wins. Uh, I ran... So I didn't mention this, but if you remember before my sprained ankle, I wanted to run a 10K. Uh, two weeks ago, I ran the 10K. I was super hyped, super excited. And then when I looked at my phone, it said like 9.7K. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it, I ran nine, it's like six point something miles, but it wasn't the full 10K. And I was like, you know what? I need to do this shit again. Two weeks later, I just went up. I got up early and just started running. Uh, I ended up doing seven point something miles. It was 11 kilometers. It was fucking terrible. I hate running, but I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad I surpassed the 10K just for extra measures. <laughs> Damn. I, didn't do it again. I honestly didn't think you would do it again so fast. Yeah, fuck it. You were just like, hey, I'm doing my 10K tomorrow. I decided. <laughs> I'm like, Damn. My, uh, my pace was really bad. But at the end of the day, it wasn't about how fast or whatever. It was about just pushing through it. Yeah, and you also told me you stopped, you walked, you yelled at yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was a mental battle. Yeah. But I got that shit done, and now I ran a 10K. So whenever the Spartan race or mud tough mudder comes, I'll at least feel more prepared. And even if I never do it, I fucking ran seven miles. That's crazy. Fuck yeah, shit. Well, real quick, I remember you told me when you ran it the first time. You're like, yeah, I ran my six miles today. I was like, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was just thinking, when's the last time I ran a mile? And I ran a mile <laughs> that day. I'm like, if Jack can run six, I'm going to run one. <laughs> and that's what it's about, you know, inspiring others. And hopefully they can push themselves too. Exactly. Uh, other than that, I've been posting a lot on my personal social media. For a while, I was in my hole, but now I'm ready to like reintroduce myself in the world. And I have a mindset with social media now that I didn't have before. Before, I wanted to post my best pictures, my best life, you know, the coolest lighting. And now I just want to post what I want to see when I go on Instagram. So I follow people and I, I like to, like I have a certain habit with my Instagram. I like to look at inspirational shit, people doing badass things. And people being vulnerable. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be vulnerable. I'm trying to post badass shit. And I'm also just trying to let people in on what I've been up to. I know you've seen a lot of Yeah, that. you've definitely been posting a lot more. Yeah, it's, it's good. Why not? <laughs> uh, I have a lot planned for the rest of the year. Just bought some tickets to one of my favorite artists. Skydiving, traveling. It's halfway through the year and we're just getting started. Uh, lastly... I'm not settling for fucking nothing. I realize like what I want in life and I'm trying to make that shit happen the best I can. You definitely are. You yeah. put in all the work. So no real losses there besides uh, some bruises and blisters from the 10K. Other than that, I would say it's been a bit a good two weeks. Uh, what about you, Janelle? Check us up with your life. 
Okay, well, yeah, that's a lot of wins for your past two weeks. So thanks for sharing that. I think what was really exciting for me the past two weeks is I just turned 24. Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> and it's been fun. We had a really fun uh, party at my cousin's house that just so happened to fall on my birth date. And it was really fun. I met a lot of new cool people. It was refreshing to see different faces. Mm-hmm. And I had a good time. And then after that, my stepmom had a room at the Golden Nugget that she was unable to use. So she offered it to me. And I was like, you know what? Hell yeah, I'll take it. So me and my girlfriend had a staycation downtown, which was nice. I really just got to relax. And another cool thing I did is, so we I track my habits in my habit tracker, right? Just like you do in your, in bullet, your journal. bullet journal. Yeah. And so I have, I think it's like six habits I try to track. And I try to do them daily. But this past week is the first time I did all of them in a really long time. (laughs) And I was really proud to see all of them crossed out. I was like, holy shit, I did all of them today. And like, I felt like on a, on a high. It was really cool. But yeah, other than that, enjoying my staycation. I have family in town now. So still taking a little bit of a break, but yeah, being flexible with it. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. I like that, uh, you turned 24 and it was just, what was it? Like compounding good things after that. Yeah. Uh, a coworker recently told me like good things comes in waves. Mm-hmm. So one good thing happens and then it kind of next thing, next thing. And then it, once you get that really going, sometimes it's hard to stop it. Like you just, you're just fucking doing cool shit. You're, everything's winning. Yeah. But then even little things don't slow you down. And it's also cool that I am able to be really flexible with things. Like when my stepmom first asked me like, Hey, do you want to go stay at this hotel? Usually like I'm, if I'm working or something, I'd be like, no, I can't. But then I was like, yeah, I can. I took my laptop. I was still able to get work done. Josie worked from home technically. So it was so cool to be flexible with that and still enjoy it. The power of laptops, right? Right. Seriously, you could take them <laughs> anywhere. We even had breakfast. While she's like on her phone working, I'm like, I'm not even mad right now. At least we're still able to have breakfast and enjoy this vacation, you know? Yeah. So it was cool. I like it. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and get into the episode. Like we said, it is Pride Month. June, we celebrate Pride Month all month um so really this is really cool because part of being part of the lgbt community you would think that i know a lot but really i don't and i've actually been taking the time to learn when i knew we would be coming out with this episode so recently i learned about the stonewall riots that started in 1969 and because of those riots today is why we celebrate and we celebrate with parades parties festivals concerts to honor LGBT voices and experiences, and also to draw attention to the issues the members of our community still face. And we're growing every single month as more and, pe- more and more people comfortably come out and more people are accepting and supportive. And like I said, which allows us to grow stronger and stronger. And yeah, if you didn't already know, I'm gay. I have a girlfriend. We've been together for almost five years. And so the way this episode pretty much is going to work is it's going to be a interview style episode. Jai is going to be asking me a bunch of questions and I will be answering them. And most of it is just coming from how I feel as being part of this community and how and where and what my coming out story is. Yeah. So thank you for introing that. Like Janelle said, we're going to have about, I believe, five or six categories. And there's going to be a couple questions within those, but they're all going to fall under those to kind of make the conversation flow a little better. Um, I'm ready. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. I'm actually kind of nervous about this because it's not something I actively talk about. 
So, yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous about this, too, because I don't know too much about uh, the community. I kind of I accept it, of course, but like it doesn't really involve my sexuality. So as long as everyone's happy doing their own thing, like it's also an opportunity for me to learn, which I'm excited for. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do this as best as possible. And I think you'll also learn a lot about me yeah. in this episode, too, because like I said, I don't ever really talk about this stuff. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> Okay, let's do it. Our first sort of category or topic uh, we have on table is going to be labels. So Janelle, how do you identify? Yeah, so labels are interesting. For since middle school, I've identified as a lesbian, meaning girls liking other girls. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, this is sort of new to me or this is new to a lot of people, but We've seen the introduction of pronouns in the past, what, five? I would say five years. That's like a good range. Mm -hmm. That has definitely become uh, a topic of discussion. Now, what are your pronouns? Yeah, like you said, it's new to you. It's also, you'd be surprised, it's actually new to me too. When I first found out, like, people go by different pronouns, I'm like, what do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it was just, oh, that's a boy, that's a girl, she, he. You know what I'm saying? But then once I got to know what it was, it really is just a person choosing their gender identity for themselves mm -hmm. and not allowing what they were born with to be their identity, if that makes sense. So for me, I still identify as she, her, even though I really dress like a boy most of the time. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really just about choice. That's yeah. what I've got for pronouns. Exactly. For sure. All right. Uh, next question we have here, the final question for labels is... Janelle, uh, how do you know you were a lesbian and why not bisexual? Uh, the reason I ask this is because uh, I, I, I believe you've had relations with guys before. I remember this coming up, so I wanted to ask you this. Yeah, this is actually a really good question, and I'm actually really glad that you asked it. Um, I do want to talk more about being bisexual, and I do want to say that for the end, just for the sake of the way that this uh, script is laid out, it mostly revolves around me identifying as a lesbian, if that makes sense. Okay. So I do want to tap more into that a little bit later, though. All right. So I'm glad you kind of laid that out for an uh, answer at the end. All right. Now that we talked about labels, let's go ahead for the next category. So how did you learn about girls liking girls, about guys liking guys, about, you know, different sexualities? Uh, how were you introduced to that? It's really interesting, actually. So middle school... I dated boys in like sixth grade. It doesn't even really count. But anyways, so fast forward to seventh grade, I was working in the dean's office at the middle school, which meant every new student that came to our school, I had to give them a tour and show them to their classes. That's kind of a cool job, actually. It was really fun. Yeah. You got to meet new people, whatever. And so anyway, there's this new girl came like in the middle of the school year, and she was a grade older than me. And so I did my normal thing, showed her around the school, got to know her, and then took her to her class. And then a few months after that, we never hung out because we were in the same grade. And then a few months after that, someone had came up to me and be like, and asked me, hey, I heard you like this person, that girl you gave a tour. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even know her like that. So that threw me off. I was like, wait, a girl liking a girl? That's kind of when I was first introduced in school? to yeah. it. Yeah. And I thought, I didn't know how to feel about it. I was like, okay. Uh, this is weird. Yeah. I like, first of all, I don't even know this girl. First of all, I didn't know girls can like girls. You know, it was a new thing. And so anyways, I found out she ended up dating another girl. So I still, from the, to this day, I don't know where that rumor came from. But it kind of like sat in the back of my head like, okay, girls can like girls, you know? 
Uh, how old were you in middle school when this happened? I don't know. How old were we in seventh grade? Like 12? I don't even yeah. fucking know. No, I would say like 11. To 12. Okay. Around that time. Around Something like that. And so anyways, fast forward to like seventh grade summer. I had I was friends with like a group of five girls. We were all really close. But me and this particular individual got extremely close, I guess. And it was weird because she started to like me first. And then again, I was like, whoa, this is weird. Girls liking girls. Like, all of it is just so weird. And I was like, do I even like girls? Do I like her? It was just such a weird time. But, yeah, I ended up liking her. We ended up dating. And, yeah. And I do want to ask you a question that we don't have here. You learned through experience. This was not told to you by parents, uncles, aunts. It was kind of like, whoa, this shit you learned at school. Yeah. And I was kind of thrown into it. like, And I didn't know anybody else that was gay around me. So it's like, who do I even talk to? Who do I ask? Is this okay? Is this normal? You know, it's just, I don't even, I didn't even know what to do. Yeah. So it seems that you learn just from being at school. And I find that really interesting because, uh, like, learning about it from someone older may actually be beneficial. And I think that probably could have been interesting and maybe changed your view on it. Yeah, I didn't really have that, like, guidance, that person to look up to, to ask questions. And so, yeah, like you said, I kind of just went through experience, trusted what I was feeling, accepted what I was feeling, and just rolled with the damn punches. (laughs) That's really all I could have done. I like it. So, keeping with the chronological order we have here, uh, after learning about it, you said you were with a girl. Uh, Why don't you tell us your coming out story? Which, we've known each other... Ten something. I don't even know you're coming out of story. I, yeah, I know. I was like, Janelle's gay. Cool. Whatever. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so this is where things get really interesting. So we started dating in private. Nobody knew. Not our close friends, not a single family member, not anybody I was close to. It's just something we kept to ourselves because we weren't ready for people to know. So with that being said, we still hung out as like best friends people would see us as best friends so it was a little weird to adjust like okay i can't hold your hand in public i can't like talk to you a certain way i can't kiss you or whatever so yeah it was weird but she started to come over a lot and hang out with me and my family too which she was really cool with and with that being said i had a cousin that i was really close to right Mm -hmm. and so with this girl i'm dating coming around a lot we all got close hanging out together, becoming best friends. And this is where it got super interesting because my cousin started to like this girl. Okay. And he had no idea we were dating. Because no one knew. Yeah, Yeah. and like we tried to make it not seem like we were dating. So like when she would leave for the day or whatever, he would start telling me like, yeah, I really like her. Like, do you think I should ask her out? And I'm like, no, don't do it. And he probably killed you. And it killed him too. He's like, why? He's like, what's wrong with me? Like, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) I'm like, don't do it. She's already talking to somebody. He's like, who? I'm like, I can't tell you. And like, he would get mad. Like, I can't tell you, dude. And like, he would be frustrated with me because like, I'm his cousin and I'm not backing him up on this. Mm -hmm. So like, we kind of got into a fight over it and we never fight. But then eventually they started to just see it. They started to know like, okay, some shit's not adding up here. Mm -hmm. So then when he found out that I was dating this girl and he found out it was me that I was like, uh hiding from him Mm -hmm. he got pissed dude he was pissed and you know what he said to me i remember this to this day he was like he yelled at me in front of all of our friends 
He was like, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> so we got into a really big fight over that. And that was that was really like, that was me coming out to my friends. Because obviously he yelled that shit in front of everybody. Yeah. Everybody started to know at school. My brother went to school with us, so he knew too. So it's like, what the hell, man? That's interesting coming out. So he spilled the beans. He spilled the beans in such an angry, out of despite of him not being able to be with this girl. So is it uh, too far to say this is not how you wanted to come out? It's definitely (laughs) not. I mean, I wish I had the guts to like really just come out and say it, but it was really hard. You know, I didn't know what to say. It didn't feel normal, I guess. So that's just how he found out. And it kind of sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Because we actually didn't talk for like months after that. And mind you, we were really close. I know you guys now, though. You guys are close. Oh, yeah. Put that stuff behind us. But, like, to go through that and, like, fight with my cousin who was really close to me, that sucked really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, next question I have is we can't change things. We know this, especially when they're in the past. But, theoretically, we just talked about how that wasn't the most ideal way. It seems that it was probably a little frustrating and probably nerve-wracking for you, as well as you not even telling anyone. Someone, your cousin kind of told everyone for you. Yeah. So... That being said, if you can change anything, would you change the way that you came out? I think the only thing I would change is, like, I wish I had the guts to have said it to people instead mm-hmm. of them finding out, if that makes sense. But I really didn't know how or what to say. And then another thing I want to mention is, like, the way my family found out also. So it was, it was weird. Like I said, I didn't mention anything to anybody. But, like, as I said, they started to just see things for themselves and they're like okay yeah she's dating this girl so there's one time we were at a family party and all the kids were hanging out upstairs the adults downstairs and i was walking downstairs to grab something and i just hear like all the adults talking like oh yeah janelle gay like i didn't hear the full conversation but i heard those words and i just sat there like fuck they're talking about me mm-hmm. <laughs> but i don't know it's such a lonely feeling and then also the way my mom found out is because my cousin was pissed and he's like, yeah, they're fucking dating. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> so you got mad and told everyone. Yeah. But yeah, I really wish I changed the way I just told them and talked to them about it. But like I said, there was no guidance, no structure of how to. And yeah. So you didn't have anyone to give you, like you just said, the guidance, the structure. But hopefully for the listeners, but hopefully for the people listening, you know, this is a chance at your redemption, Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to give a recommendation or give tips to anyone who may be where you were, you can possibly help. So is there any things, any tips, any ways that you would recommend someone in your past situation to handle things? Yeah, I think the biggest thing I would say first is to be honest with yourself. I think this is something that I struggled with because I'm like, I don't even know if I'm this. And I think that's why I didn't have the confidence to go talking to people about it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, yeah, the biggest thing would be to really just be honest with yourself, figure out if that is who you are. And the second thing that goes along with that is you don't have to have an explanation of why. For a long time, I was like, why do I like girls? Why am I like this? Like, what's wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you don't have to have an explanation of why. If you like girls, then you like girls. If you like guys, then you like guys. Like, I, for a long time, I've tried to validate what I was feeling with the question why. And then I would say to really mm, just talk to the people you're close with. You'd be surprised at what they may have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my family all said, oh, I already knew. 
I'm like, how the fuck did you know? I didn't even know. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like the people closest to us, we don't give them enough credit. It's almost like the people around us probably will understand what we're going through and will have positive things to say, but we don't really reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And I feel like your family, your close family, maybe even uh, someone older than you who already quote unquote knew may be able to help you, but you didn't really know yourself. Yeah, and see, that's the beautiful thing about it now is, like, there's so much more people out now. Mm -hmm. There's so much more people out and comfortable with who they choose to be. And, like, you, there's a lot of places you could find comfort, whether it's from your friends or family, through social media, forums, groups. There's there's lots of ways to find people who are just like you and who you can relate to. And that's sometimes maybe where you want to start. I love that. And you are right. You know, we are definitely different in terms of acceptance now than we were five years ago than we were 10 years ago 15 even many years ago well that's a great segue into our next category is acceptance of yourself family friends etc so although we talk about now it being very accepted how we how did you feel you know childhood young schooling high school before and after coming out yeah so it was really hard even after coming out it felt lonely. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's no one to even talk to even after I was out. And like with my family responding to me, knowing that I was out and them saying I already knew. After that, there was like no more further conversation of it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? They never really like sat down and talked to me like, oh, yeah, it's OK. Like, I don't know. My parents aren't very emotionally intelligent. Is mm-hmm. that the correct word? Yeah. Like they're not in touch or, with their feelings yeah. or like. We don't talk deeply about that shit. Even, like, emotionally expressive. Yeah, I think that explains it better. So, like, they never really, like, sat down and talked with me. Like, you know how sometimes you see in TV shows, you sit your kids down, have that awkward-ass shit with them? They didn't do that. And to be honest, I kind of wish they did. Mm -hmm. Because I think that would have relieved that stress of me feeling so lonely. Um, And also, I felt very isolated with friends, with family, just being different. And, like... Even with, like I said, I had girl, a lot of girl best friends. And obviously, I dressed like the dude. And, like, when we would go out and hang out, they'd be doing all this girly shit. And I would just be like, okay, I don't know if I'm into all this. <laughs> I do have a question now. Uh, your girlfriends, not your, like, relationship girlfriends, but, like, yeah. your close friends that were girls. Once they knew you were out, did you notice any different actions or were they acting different towards you because you were yeah, yeah like that's girls. a good question. You know, before they would like touch you no problem, give you lots of hugs. But maybe once you came out, whether that was your choice or not, do you think there was a a change in behavior in your relationships with these friends? That's a good question. I think if I'm thinking about it now. I don't think I ever thought about it then. But I think slightly. I don't know if this was because I was gay, but like they were all a lot closer to each other than I'm my relationship with them individually, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it could be because I was gay. Like, oh, I don't want you now to like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But the reason I also felt isolated is, like, I didn't know where I fit in. Like I said, I had a lot of girlfriends, but I wouldn't be into, like, the girly shit they'd be doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I had guy friends, too, but I also didn't feel like I fit in with them. You were, like, in the middle. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't know where I belong. It was it was really weird, and I always felt ostracized. I think that's the word. Is that a word? Yeah, ostracized. It is now. I learned it in middle school. <laughs> yeah, so I felt weird. Yeah, all throughout high school, I felt like I slowly started to figure out where I fit in a little bit better. 
I don't know if you noticed, I had a lot more guy friends in high school. Mm-hmm. Kind of hung out with you at your house with all the boys and stuff. But still feeling just slightly out of place. And now, I think now, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> still figuring it out. Yeah, slowly. Yeah. All right, is there anything else that you have to say on acceptance from family, from friends, and maybe even now that we are, uh, now that we are older and we're uh, working, is there anything maybe about the workplace or about job interviews or about, you know, is that something that you put out when you apply for a company? Is that something that you want to make sure your company accepts or is that something yeah. you kind of keep on the low? That's interesting that you say that. I've never like expressively said that at a job or anywhere out loud. I kind of just let them figure that out for themselves as I get to know these people. And I don't like say like, oh yeah, hey, I'm gay. I just like during casual conversation, I'll be like, oh yeah, me and my girlfriend went here. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when they would figure out like, that's oh, like okay. the drop, the hint. Yeah. But I'm not like, oh, hey, I'm gay. I have a girlfriend. Like, no, like it's just normal to me. You know, I make it normal and hopefully they can respect that enough to like not be weird about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm glad we talked about acceptance because it's, even though it is accepted socially, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to accept internally and even within your own social circles, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, next topic we have here is dating. Uh, how was dating for you growing up? Guys, girls, uh, they, them, he, she. What was dating like for you, Janelle? Yeah, this is interesting. So I dated a lot of girls that were really girly at first, right? And that's what I think a lot of people expected out of me being like the quote unquote the person wearing the pants yeah. mm-hmm. I hate that question really like who wears the pants in the relationship who pitches who catches that sort of shit yeah like okay. who's the boy I hate that shit but I dated a lot of girly girls but then eventually I dated a girl that looked a lot like a guy like more than I do mm-hmm. and when I dated that person everybody was like whoa I thought you were the guy in the relationship mm-hmm. they're like this is so weird and so that made me feel uncomfortable as well, too, because a lot of people would ask me, like, so what are you? What type of girls do you like? Are you a top? I don't know if you ever heard people ask each other, are you a top or bottom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to answer these questions. I just like this person. Like, what's so wrong about that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, it doesn't have to be defined. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm the one that wears fucking boy clothes, but that doesn't mean I have to date all these girly girls. You know what I'm saying? And that put me in a weird position, too. Like, even more, I felt fucking isolated. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I still don't know where I belong here. Um, yeah, so I have dated a few guys as well. Never exclusively. But even after, like, identifying what myself. What exclusively? Oh, like, you guys were just, like, casually like, dating? Yeah. Hanging out, okay. Never, like, oh, boyfriend, girlfriend okay, type yeah, shit, yeah, you know? But after identifying myself as a lesbian, I think I've always still been like slightly attracted to guys, which kind of leads into our next thing I want to talk about is the bisexuality. And honestly, I'll be honest, I don't know if you know this, but I am, I guess, bi. You didn't know that, huh? No. <laughs> I, just thought, I just thought you were a uh, lesbian. Yeah, because, well, I mean, that's what I've been telling people for the past few years. But I actually just had this recent conversation with my girlfriend, like, okay, I think I'm more than just a lesbian so i feel like i'm coming out all over again but at least now you can learn from your previous experience yeah definitely it's a weird position to be in right now but yeah so like i said i haven't really been honest with myself but i just openly expressed this to my girlfriend and her reaction was like i already knew (laughs) (laughs) what's up with the people around you i'm like how do y'all know because i don't even know (laughs) um 
But she's like, yeah, I already knew, and that's fine. Like, I guess she would bring it up a lot, but I would be in, like, huge denial. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but I think recently I, I admitted to her that I think I am. Yeah, I think I've always just been in a constant state of rejection. I think I put myself in, like, a hole after claiming to be a lesbian. I, like, put that identity into myself and created a box for myself, I guess. If that makes sense. That does make sense. Because maybe, like, you realized you were more or you did like more than just women. But because you were so, I would say, uh, shit, not traumatized, but you were so, like, identified at a young age. You didn't know what you were the moment you knew you were lesbian. Maybe you held on to it. Yeah, and I think I also let, like, other people in society, like, claim that identity for myself. Which is why it was such huge denial of being bisexual. Mm -hmm. Until now, when you can really, like you said, be honest with yourself, learn about who you are as time continues, and make your own choice. Yeah, and to be honest, this was very recent that I mentioned this to her, and I think it was because of this episode that I did so. This episode? This episode right here. Because, like, we were planning for it, and I was just writing things down, and, like, reflecting within myself. And it was kind of just eating at me, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not being honest. Mm-hmm. So, here we are, growing still. <laughs> it's the power of reflection. Yeah. You, f- you really figure out who the hell you are through looking at what you've been through mm-hmm. and everything. Exactly. I love it. Uh, that was kind of the heavy shit. Uh, we talked about labels. We talked about different sexualities, how you learned about them. Talked about your coming out story, as well as acceptance of yourself Family, friends, dating, and is bisexual versus lesbian. Okay, I got two fun questions here. First one, I'm going to test your knowledge. Janelle, what does each letter in LGBTQIA plus mean? It means lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer. Oh, uh, what the fuck is I? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, what's A? A, I think, is ally. Yeah, I think so. And then what's the plus? I just, just plus everyone else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you don't you knew all of them except I. Okay, we're looking it up right now. What is yeah, I? Yeah, I feel bad for not even knowing what I is. Oh, I stands for intersex. I'm okay. upset that I didn't know that. It's okay. But like I said, this is all still new to me. Like being part of this community doesn't mean I know everything. So there's definitely more things that I will have to learn. Definitely. Me too. As someone who is an ally, someone who does support this movement, the power of choice, power of loving who and what you like and loving yourself, uh, I'm, I am glad that I definitely learned more from this episode. But now I got a fun question. <laughs> is gaydar real? It's 100% real. Just, I don't know how it works. I can't explain it. It's literally like just like a feeling, a vibration that you get. From another person. How strong is it? If you're driving on the freeway and you look to your right, you see a guy or girl jamming out and you see the way they look, you see them singing, like, can you tell? Mm, Okay, maybe not like that, but like... Walking, Like from first impression, yeah. yeah. So can can you tell just from looks? Sometimes. I don't really, because then looks like based on dressing, but also it's more than... But I also feel bad for saying... That it is real because now I'm like just judging a person based off what they look or first impression. That is true. So is gay dar real? I think your answer ultimately is like, 
kind of. Like, you need to meet the person. There, there's just, like, a whole different, like, vibration, too. Like, I can't even explain it. So what kind of vibration do straight people have versus intersect? They versus... don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they don't vibrate. They're just static. Like, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, when you come across another person in the community and they know or like they get that gaydar feeling too you guys just kind of like connect That's and like they're more so of their real personality just comes out as soon as you connect with them as someone who used to smoke a lot of weed is it like a stoner knows a stoner yeah I, possibly like, I, I don't know how to describe that but as someone who was a stoner you can just connect with other stoners just by like telling even when they're sober just yeah. by, like, seeing them at a By the humor, show. by, like, the way they laugh, by the way they walk. You're like, yo, you used to smoke, huh? You smoke? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, kind of. And I think I kind of bias because I'm also, like, kind of stereotypical. You could tell I'm part of the LGBT community kind of quick. So, like, they kind of feed off of that energy and they, they send me that. And I don't know. It's some weird shit. Mm. I think it's real. <laughs> you think it's real? I think it's partially real. <laughs> okay, Janelle. You crushed this interview. This is your episode. And we're at the end of it. So I know this means a lot to you. Coming out to your family. Coming out to our podcast listeners. Uh, Coming out to myself, to be honest. There you go. Are there any lessons that you want to send off our listeners? The mic is yours. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'll let Janelle finish it off. Yeah, so I do just want to mention this movement is definitely growing. And it's becoming more accepting everywhere. You see more shows, movies with gays in it, about gays. Uh, more gay couples are getting married, having families. And it's just more publicly accepting. Like, it's just so beautiful to see so many people of this community just out there. And it, it plays a huge part on others who may be, like, questioning or are not out yet. Because like you said, like we both said previously, like, I didn't have anybody else to look up to. It wasn't normal on TV. Like, it just wasn't... There wasn't anyone I could relate to or, like, just see that this it's okay to be different. But there's so much more of that out there now. The community is always growing every single day. More supportive family and friends. And, like, I hope that helps you to be more comfortable with coming out. There's support groups. There's people out there that you could reach out to. You could reach out to me, our our podcast Instagram, at Playing the Hand You Dealt. And, you know, we're, we're here for you. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, please make sure to listen to others. And of course, give us a follow on at playing the hand you're dealt. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and any other podcast platform, as well as on Instagram. If you follow us on those platforms, you can expect a new episode weekly with an inspirational quote to follow on our Instagram. And if you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone else who you think may get value out of it. If you have any feedback or would like to leave a review, we'd greatly appreciate it as we're always trying to grow and get better. Besides that, have a great fucking day and we'll see you next week.